Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Spilt Milk Podcast. It's your host, the point guard, the conductor and all that. You know what I'm saying? I are him. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in and for all those that subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, we're going to take away your passport. Give it to Trump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you don't have a passport, you might not get one. So you better subscribe. Go ahead and hit us with a comment if you haven't. It really helps us with the algorithms and all that. You know what I'm saying? Help your boys get paid a little bit more. You know what I mean? But without further ado, I got two brothers that got bigger beards than me. We're going to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Beard gang. Yo, yo, yo. It's AI here. What's going on? My brothers, how y'all been? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? My brother AI, man. It's good to see you again, man. Introduce yourself. Hey, what's happening, man? It's your player partner, Big Black. You know what I'm saying? Already. Yo, Black, why you retire the do-rags, bro? Let's just <laughs> say, man, uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's the phases, the many phases of elegance. Facts, facts. What was yeah. the one you said? It basically means enough about me, but more about myself. You know what facts. I mean? Facts. Yo, yo, I, I, I can see a do-rag band coming out. You know what I'm saying? Huh? No. No, nah, man, too many cats was out here stealing the do-rags, man. I had to jump to something new, you know? Facts. My man trying to, Switch you know, up. always evolving. Yeah. Would you say contrary to the popular belief? What'd you say earlier? Hmm? Contrary to popular belief? What was it? Contrarian. Yeah. To popular belief. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, what my man said, it was like, happy new year. No resolutions, just evolutions. Facts. Okay. Yes. 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 man. But uh, on a sadder note, though, um, there was a tragic helicopter accident that took a lot of people's lives, a lot of, um, you know, loved ones and whatnot. And um, one of the people that were involved in the tragic accident, unfortunately, also was uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi. So we wanted to do a tribute episode to the whole situation. And you know what I'm saying? I can speak upon myself and my brothers as well is that, yo, we all grew up on Kobe. Like, you know, putting things in the garbage can is not even the same no more. Keep it a buck fifty. You know what I mean? How you going to throw a paper ball in the trash without saying Kobe, dog? Are you going to say Zion now? You can't, you can't know, handle it. You know what I mean? Like, it don't work. Trey, Trey Young, like, nah, it doesn't work. That's going to live you know, on forever. Crazy, man. That's going to live on forever. Yeah. I remember I was doing that in the seventh grade, bro. <sighs> you know what I mean? Dog, like, I, had to, I had to space the uh, the astronaut Adidas, bro. Bro, Kobe Bryant, bro. Well, the first two words I learned in English was no and Kobe. <laughs> I actually remember being around six years old, man, running around the crib thinking I was Kobe, bro. Facts. Like, yo, I didn't even like... You know when you walk in the door? Yeah, yeah. When you're, when you're, when you're at school, right? When yeah. you're walking in the door, you know how you jump up and then you slap the top of the door? Facts. I used to yell Kobe after that. You feel oh, me? Big man. facts. Mans used to hit the most Used to hit the little European steps to Kobe. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe was, I could say, probably our generation's, like, best, like, our, our generation's favorite basketball player growing up. Like, we grew up watching him. You know what I'm saying? I think he was, like, the no, first. Kobe or you love T-Mac. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think a little bit closer to T-Mac to be all the way buck, but that doesn't mean that I was blinded to what Kobe's impact and what Kobe was doing. I mean, I got to rebuttal. I mean, team, you know, team, yeah. This is the beauty behind having a Kobe discussion. You literally can tell niggas' age frames by what Kobe they like. 
Because y'all remember 24, Kobe. I, remember eight Kobe, I may remember eight. eight Kobe. I remember number eight, eight, too. Yeah, I remember eight, Kobe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Baby Fro Kobe. Baby Fro Kobe. Yeah. That, that's the Kobe that I, yeah, I remember yeah. being in. Yeah, without a doubt. No, without a doubt. You know what I mean? So we're going to go ahead and we'll, you know, carry this on. And we'll call this top five on the court Kobe moments. And then we'll do another segment called top five off the court Kobe moments. So we're going to go ahead and Black, start us off. Man, all right, man. So we're going to start with number five? Number five. Number five moment for me, man. Kobe Bryant, I remember this, man. Kobe had went against MJ, and prior to the game, MJ kept telling him, ain't no way you would ever fit my shoes. Mind you, this is Wizards MJ just came back into the league, you know, took his little fake re- retirement hiatus, came hiatus. back. He thought he was still a man and all of that. He weren't too happy about Kobe and T-Mac being the top Don Dottas, you know what I'm saying? He tried to whisper Kobe ear like Lance Stevenson did LeBron told him, you could never fit in my city. <laughs> what Kobe did? 55. 55 on that point. Hey, man, he dropped 55 on MJ, man. You got to remember, like, we was kids watching that. I'm like, damn, like, Kobe really Kobe done. Man, I could only imagine, you know, at the, after that game, Jordan with his Jinko jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> the cigar. Yeah. The Haynes White tea, you know? Like, I'll tight. read you my man said Jinko jeans. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was probably like a moment when like MJ was like his legacy was crazy too. So for Kobe to do that, that's that's gotta be crazy. Yeah, man. No, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. So we'll go ahead and move to moment number four. And I think for us, we're gonna say the number four moment was when Kobe went on his 50 point streak. So in about he had four games where he dropped back to back to back 50 plus points. And then in a span of 13 games, he scored 551 points. Um, and just watching Kobe go on that tear in 07 was just, yo, it was magical. Legendary. Man. And I know, you know what I'm saying? We were in high school at the time. Like this was like sophomore year. So, you know, the lunch rooms were wilding. You know what I'm saying? Every single, you know, T-Mac fan couldn't say nothing. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> It was just like, that's it. was it, like, oh, when you come that's into it. the cafeteria, you already, like, knew somebody. Yeah. Yo, bro, what's the topic? Kobe dropped another 50-piece. Exactly, you know bro. I mean? Yo, nobody was banging no no mechanical number two pencils on the table. Everybody was just talking about Kobe. Wow, that's beautiful, dog. Such a, it was a glorious time. Very good. Man, we're gonna, I would say uh, for number three, you know, we're going to say that, first of all, Kobe... You, if you watched him play, you know how you knew how competitive he was, how much like he took on the game, you know how serious he took it. And number three gotta be when he came back to hit the two free throws after he tore his Achilles. Like he limped on the court and made sure to hit his free throws, and they won that game. So for somebody to come back with that much pain and still care about the game, got to show how much this dude loved the game, you know? Without a doubt. Hell Without yeah. A doubt. Hell yeah. That was a, that, 
I think that just basically spoke on the mama mentality within self. Like he lived it up through action. Just man, like just like I think that man. moment was bigger than never say when, die. Without a doubt, that moment was bigger than uh, to me personally when Jordan closed his eyes and hit those free throws, just to like flex. Oh yeah, yeah. you know I think yeah. it was on my tumble. He was flexing on my tumble. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that moment to me was like he didn't have to hit those free throws, but he hit those free throws to give him a chance to come back to the game. Man, it just shows. Because if he didn't go out to hit those free they throws, the refs wouldn't let him back in the game. Not necessarily lost. Uh, they would have lost they as well because I think the score was 118, 116. Points, yeah. And they won by two points. But not only that, but he took those two free throws after tearing his Achilles to give himself a chance to come back and play in the same game. Do not Banana. basketball yeah. niggas even know how that even feels like to tear your Achilles, bro? Only a soccer nigga can like recognize, like, <laughs> I swear to God. Let's just say, dog, I haven't been the same since. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go ahead and move on to number two. Number two for me, I'm definitely going to say, man. Come on, man. Kobe Drop 81. 81. The 81 piece, bro. Jalen Rose Jaylen to this Rose. day, man, still be. I know he when he wake up in the morning, man, he, he wake up in cold sweats tonight, man. He's like, shit, another 81. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that 81 piece, man. I, I've never seen it. I've never watched Wilt Chamberlain in my life. You know what I'm saying? So hearing this 100 points and all of this, that didn't exist to Fox. me. Man, Kobe dropping 81. I remember after after I woke up that morning, walking into class, I had an art class. Everybody, ain't nobody did no artwork. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was great about Kobe in that 81, man. Man, what a moment. Shout out to Jeff and <laughs> <laughs> And the spilt milk number one Kobe Bryant moment is the game seven in 2010 against the Boston Celtics. Tell them why that's significant. First of all, we had a, we had a tornado, right? Kobe was, I think it was like six for like, 20 at the point. There was four minutes left. It was me and my dad watching the game. You know what I'm saying? I wanted KG to win on the low because I wanted to see somebody hit the Suju at the half court again. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? So, like, I was, you know, so, and even though, like, I'm, I can't believe I ever rooted for the Celtics. You know what I mean? But, like, tornado came, boom, cable went down. We were panicking because it was the NBA Finals. You know, this wasn't, you know, 77 where you can pop the cassette tapes and, you know, rewind it back. It was tight. Mans didn't have DVR. You know what I mean? So I was like, I don't want to catch it on Sports Center, you know? But Alhamdulillah, you know what I'm saying? Man been mad duas and all that. Game came back with two minutes and 30 seconds left. And Kobe was in a slump. But knowing Kobe and his mentality, he had 15 rebounds. And he made that crucial pass. At the time, was he Ron Artest? Ron Artest. Ron Artest at the time. Now known as Metal World Peace. Metal World Peace. <laughs> he had a three-point basket, and the Lakers avenged their 2008 finals loss to Boston. And at that moment, Kobe Bryant passed Shaq to get his fifth title, and Shaq had four. Big. And that was just like a dog moment, like when nothing was going right for Kobe, he still found a way. That's and for us, that's a legendary man. game seven. Like that game was crazy. Like, all odds are behind your back, you know what I'm saying? And just nothing was working for you, but he still found a way. 
You know, bro, that that was the reason why niggas had to start forming big threes. Like they formed the big that, three. Kobe single handedly just. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the three-headed three, dragon, one score. Oh, yeah. Ray Maybe Allen, even Big Four. Did, did they consider Rondo? Big Four, bro. Yeah, Rondo was supposed big to be. Baby. Big Baby? Oh, oh Big Baby, too. Oh. Was Perkins on the squad? Perk? You had. Yeah, I think so. You know how that? Tony Allen. Tony Allen, too. By the way, what, what, did, what did he say about Kobe? Uh, what did Kobe say about Tony Allen? <laughs> Best defender you ever played. Put it on, like, you know what I'm saying? A thou owl, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the number one spilt milk Kobe moment. And now we're going to go ahead and transition over to the top five off-the-court basketball moments with Kobe. Got you. We got to start with Kobe jumping over to Aston Martin. Man, jumped over a moving vehicle. Man, that was so wild, bro. So a part of me always thought that was fake on the low. Because, like, you couldn't really tell CGI was kind of popping. I think that was the first YouTube video I ever watched. Probably, right? Was that, what was that, Ronnie Turioff next to him with the brace? <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie Turioff should have, I don't think he was supposed to ever play basketball. Yo, my man, <laughs> I just know I hated seeing that guy in the next jersey, bro. Subhanallah. Uh, you're the big brother, though. Man. That, that was probably the first, like, creative thing, right, outside of that, like, to do a dunk like that. And then I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was Blake Griffin or someone did the same thing or who right. jumped over the car to but it wasn't the yeah. same because what like the car was like going like 40 miles per hour yeah. and, and jumped it jumped over the Aston Martin you know true and and, and it was Kobe Force who debuted in the Cape I Kobe think it was the Kobe Zoom Harachis oh was it the Harachis everybody had the Harachis the black joints with the purple yeah. uh, what's your call loose man man for me the number four moment would be was when Kobe showed up to an AC Milan. By the way, AC Milan, huge, huge, huge soccer club. I was a, I grew up an AC Milan fan. I don't even know how. Ben now Milan. I can't even like look at that. Nah, nah but they had ben, like Zlatan and them boys back then. You know what I'm saying? Kaka and them boys. Big names, brother. You know what I mean? So then, so he showed up to an AC Milan game, speaking fluent Italian, rocking the AC Milan jersey. Um, and I think... It, Kobe, the moment is his ability to just like learn languages, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy said they, you know, they said that Kobe would, le- if he had foreign teammates, he would learn their language and speak to them fluently. Recently, we'll before he passed with away, yeah, like he literally, like he was at the sideline. Doncic's about to throw the ball in. He's Lithuanian. What is he? Uh, no disrespect, but I think he's. Lithu- I don't even know. He's not Lithuanian, but he's. Um, is he Croatian? I don't know. I don't know what Dante is. No, no, no. We got to put respect on his name, bro. We got to look on, We got to put respect on his name, bro. What is he? What is he? What is he? My man is... Uh, Katik Porzingis is uh, Lithuanian. Lithuanian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Luka Donik. What is he? What are you? What are you? I know he played for Barcelona. He might be Spanish, bro. No, he's not Spanish, bro. He got the, he got the little... On the, on the top of the eye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't even know what that means. You know what I'm talking about, right? He got the little... <laughs> little he got the little... So he is a... Slovenian, Slovenian, you know what I'm saying. Oh, Respect yeah. all the, you know what I'm saying, yeah, okay. all the Slovenians and all that, you know. Um, but yeah, so just like his ability to just maximize languages and connect to people at that level, I think is fun fact about that. I was seeing a picture, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Kobe was like 13 years old playing against grown men in Italy, right? Oh yeah, 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 without a doubt, without a yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so he grew up in Italy, like so, right? So he was born in Italy. So like, but to me, it was just like that moment was just like. 
mind blown because it was just like, yo, is rocking your favorite soccer jersey? You know, my favorite soccer jersey, and just kind of showed you like his like intelligence, universal personality, very universal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, number we'll have to move on to number three off the court for Kobe. Uh, number three for spilt milk would be one of the last things that he was actually doing in his life, which was working in the Mamba Sports Academy and you know, coaching those girls, especially his daughter, Gigi, and showing, like, like putting in that effort to, like, show her the game and us seeing that footage of her hitting his legendary shot, you know, that fadeaway. But just things like that is crazy, like how he's still, you know, dedicated to teaching the game. And, you know, even though he had all daughters, he was still able to, you know, show her the Mamba way. Without a doubt, Absolutely. man. Yo, even like Gigi hitting that, you know, the fadeaway, Kobe-like, you know what I mean? The arch, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the arch in the back wasn't the actual she same, she but the shot hit nothing but the bottom of the net. Like, that was glorious. You know what I mean? Like, that was just like, it was you know what I mean? And then it just kind of like just seeing him like passing, you know, the impact, I think is definitely huge. Gigi also like, I was watching a sports center, sports center interview yesterday where basically he was talking to Jimmy Fallon and telling them, like, people will come up to him, yo, you need to have a son, you need to have a son. Gigi will stand up like, what up, nigga? That's me, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to make it to the WNBA. And the way he was just so orientated about women's advocation for basketball and making you feel like impossible is nothing anybody can do, anything they put their mind to, the mentality and all of that, man. Like, got to suit that boy. Exactly. All right, so number two. Number two, Kobe Bryant off-the-court off moments for me would be my man won an Oscar. My man retired and won an Oscar. Dear Basketball, I believe that was the name of the uh, film he dropped. Uh, 2018, won an Oscar. So for the man to go from basketball legend to dead ass do some stuff that... What's my man? My favorite actor ain't even got one. He got one. He got one, he yeah. Got DiCaprio, one. you know DiCaprio, what I'm saying? DiCaprio, man. Leonardo, you know, so. Yeah. Well, without a doubt, and just win. like his tribute but. to like, in Dear Basketball was like his love to like basketball and making it an animated short so that like, you know, kids relate to it and just kind of like talking about his love for the game. It was like childlike. I thought was like, yo, like super, super beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just the kind of like the amount of work that he put into it and all of that stuff, like everybody was like super impressed that. And that was kind of like the first kind of chapter that we saw of Kobe outside of basketball. You know what I mean? And everybody was kind of like, wait, so like, you don't want to come back and coach? You don't want to do X, Y, Z? And he was just like, yeah, no, no. Like I put everything, my blood, sweat and tears into it for all those years and time to move on. And the first thing he touched was gold. You know what I mean? So, dear basketball, if y'all haven't checked it out, Fuck. I know you got little brothers and nephews and all that, grandkids if you're old enough, you know, <laughs> check it out, you know? And I think the number one moment, or the number one off the court moment thing about Kobe Bryant, simply put, the Mamba mentality. Um, just kind of his like lethal ability to focus and strive and persevere and concentrate and dedicate and you know what I'm saying? Like my man, my man should have just made it to Jude. You feel me? Like yeah. at that point, you know what I mean? Like, yo, he was just super like 
just a brilliant mind, bro. You know what I mean? He he was too driven. Like nothing is gonna get in his way to um, where he you know needs to go. And like that that came out aggressive. You know, at times probably with other players. And actually, a funny story that I was just reading on about Lou Will. He was like, you know, one time when he was in the Lakers, um, they got blown out by Portland. And Kobe came in mad, and he told everybody to take off their Kobe's. <laughs> and he's like, nobody's going to wear that because you guys are sad. That's how it works. Even, like, his ability to, like, influence, like, other players. Like, he was talking about he was watching, the, you know, when the Cavs came back on the Golden State Warriors, you know, the three and one, and Kyrie hit the game-winning shot. And he's just sitting there, like, enjoying the game, and he said that he got a FaceTime call, and he's just like, yo, I, I hate getting FaceTime calls. Like, who the hell is FaceTiming me? He looks at his phone, and it's Kyrie calling him. And he's like, what? He answers. He sees Kyrie holding the Larry Brian, Larry O'Brien trophy, thanking him for like, and he's talking about crying, talking about, yo, it worked, it worked, it worked. And it was like an ode to like his ability to like. Mm, mentor. To help others gain that like mental that fortitude as well man. and take their mental game to the next level and the difference that it could make. And it definitely helped Kyrie, you know what I mean? And, and it's that's something that's so strange, yeah. man, for him to just be able to excel so in so many facets mentally and physically in basketball and to want to just set all of that knowledge to all the younger generations. Kobe ain't never hated on no young nigga coming up, right? Oh, without a doubt, man. You know I just mean? wish his, his advice seriously. <laughs> don't even talk that. You know, Remember when you thought Wiggins was better than Atta Makumbo? You, you did too, though, so don't trip, don't watch. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about some little young niggas. Nah, yeah, 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 you yeah, did yeah. too as well. You I did we could call him a Hijaba, and me and you was arguing against Hijaba. It was you. It was me. And Hijaba was telling us, "Hijaba, Hijaba, the biggest man." Okay, ask my dog. Hijaba will tell you. I was the only nigga that believed the Giannis. Let's just say the nigga that I said was going to believe after he started beating us in two K. After he started beating us in two K, that's when he started believing Giannis. Let's keep it real, though. Me, me and bro, I was going to fight over here. Everybody looked at Wiggins. Like he was selling the side grades. Tight, bro. I ain't going to lie. Corvo Wiggins is better than Afro Wiggins anyway. Was he? For me, yeah. Is he? Bro, Corvo, Afro Wiggins is trash. But if you want to take the lesser of two evils, you want to take Corvo Wiggins over Nappy Head? We should have kept Levine, bro. Bro, yeah, he's trash either way. But now we'll keep all the way about Kobe. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we're going to go ahead and, you know, wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? Kobe, thank you. Yo, you know mom mentality, man. Mom mentality, you know what I'm saying? Made mad, made us argue and gave us something Whoa. to talk about. Mad especially man. during those lunch rooms. Legendary you know what I'm saying? Man. Breakfast rooms and all that. You know what I mean? Everybody. Man, Kobe, that ass had a, like, major part of Many niggas is a childhood, man. So shout out to Kobe, man. Man. Yeah, man. That, he's going to live, his name going to live on forever. And, you know, that Mamba mentality, you can put that into anything in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, like aside and, and from basketball. Us. He showed us. He got like an Oscar. Job to get doing, what you want in life. You know, you the know? Mamba Academy. And he was going to dabble in other things as well. You know? But... 
a great philosopher once said, Mamba out. Mamba out. Mamba out. <laughs>